Okay, so guys, welcome back to my channel. Happy New Month. For those tuning in for the first time, my name is Koinsula. And this week, we're going to be discussing the love of God with a very personal story, which will also usher us into the remaining topics that we have for this month. I hope that as you listen to it, you are blessed. Don't forget to share the link, repost, because you don't know who needs it on your contact list. Thank you very much. God bless you guys. And we'll be back after the short interlude. Okay, guys. So, today I'm going to be sharing my salvation story. Not because I want you to judge me, but because I need you to understand that no matter what happens, God still loves you and he still wants you. And also because it's like a preamble to my topic this month, or the rest of the topics I have this month. So, my salvation story. I started using drugs at a young age. Not young, young, as a teenager, when I fell into depression. So, it started with tramadol. I would use 5 capsules, 10 capsules, 15 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, 120 milligrams. You know, the number of milligrams determined the amount I used. So that it will have effect on me. Because I wanted to die. I tried everything possible. I cut myself, I cut myself, I cut myself. You know how they do in all these American films and I did not die. So I stayed using drugs because I thought that, okay, if I don't die, at least I'll die slowly. And not so long after... I got addicted. I used to live with my grandma then. So there was this one time that I took money from my grandpa's wallet, 7,000 naira, and I went to buy drugs. 30 tablets, I used up everything. I thought that one would kill me, but then it still did not. Um, My grandma, on the other hand, who is very, very observant, God bless her soul, knew that something was wrong. I like sleep fine. But then I was sleeping too much. I wasn't talking normally. I wasn't eating. And I was growing so slim. In less than a week, I had lost, I think, five to seven kilograms. And she was worried. My grandma doesn't joke with her health, so she took us to the, she took me to the hospital. We went to the hospital. And getting to the hospital... They asked questions upon questions upon questions and they referred me to a psychologist after having blood tests done and everything. When I met the doctor, the doctor said something that I would never forget. He told me that I don't know why you didn't die from the amount of drugs you've used so far or run mad, but I know that God has a purpose in your life. Don't misuse your life. I was a very stubborn teenager, so I, I didn't want to hear anything that had to do with God, me, fair, God, me. I didn't want to hear it. I just let it slide. As time went on, I got over my addiction, going to the psychologist. My grandma monitored me like a hawk. No more pocket money. I could not buy anything. My uncle said one thing that I've held ever since, and it's probably for someone out there. My uncle said, if you are addicted now, 
and you think you are living the life, where do you think you'll be five years from now? When your mates are going to the university, when your mates are walking, um, doing exploits, and you are here, a drug addict, useless. Is that what you want for yourself, counselor? He didn't sugarcoat anything. He didn't insult me. He was just plain truthful and honest. And I realized that this is not what I want for my life. Thank God for my psychologist. I go over it. I go over the addiction. However, the depression didn't really go. The problem was I never loved myself enough. I was always bringing myself down because of what so many people had said about me and I never thought I was enough. So even after dealing with the addiction, even after going to psychologist, it didn't take too long before the depression came back. I started cutting myself again, started self-harming. <laughs> I was trying to fill the void that was inside with different things and different people. The thing is, only God can fill that void. Eventually, I drank hypo one time like this. Like, I legit drank hypo. And I went to bed. I called these movies and I thought I would die. First day, nothing happened. Second day, nothing happened. Third day, fourth day, fifth day. One week, nothing happened. Then, that weekend, we had to go for a conference search. I was always smiling and everything. So, people never really knew what I was going through. People never really knew what was wrong. So, we had a conference in church that weekend. And that was when I got saved. Even after confessing Jesus in my life, I didn't stop all these things. However... There was something different. There was a conscience. There was a voice. There was that little voice always nagging me. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do that. I kept running away from that voice. I kept acting anyhow I wanted. I kept doing anything I wanted to do. Until one day I spoke to one of my mentors about it. One of my very good friends. And he told me that if God is calling you, they like it or not, you will accept that call. So it's better you accept it now that it's early, so you won't regret it when you accept it later. So I decided in January 2019 that come watch me. God, I want to serve you. Going through everything that happened in 2019 and has been happening in 2020, I won't tell you that I didn't make mistakes. Trust me. I made a lot of very stupid, silly, dumb, irresponsible, unnecessary mistakes. Sometimes it was just for, I am angry with God. Let me pay him back. Let me. <laughs> because if you do anything stupid, it's not hurting God. You are, you are just hurting yourself. I was just hurting myself. But God, God always came back to me. God always pulled me back to him. The reason why I like the song Reckless Love so much is because it describes the kind of father God is. 
God is that person that would leave the 99 ship to look for me. I may be deep in that masturbation. I may be deep in that addiction. I may be deep in that sin. I may be struggling to serve God while still battling with that sin. But then because I know that I have a father that loves me, he would get me out of it. And I won't stop trying. I would never stop trying. God's love is ever faithful, ever sure, never ending, never changing, no matter what. God's love is one of a kind. It's something that no matter how much they discuss it, until you truly experience it by yourself, you won't understand it. You know, when people say that he sent his only begotten son to die for us, we all think he's not a big deal. But turning your back on your only son for the salvation of mankind is a very big deal. And even coming down to die. Because at some point, Jesus was asking God, why have you forsaken me? But because he knew that if he did not do it, we would not have gotten the salvation we needed. He took it. He took the sacrifice. And we're all saved. We need to learn to understand God's love and not take him for granted. No matter what you think you've been through, no matter what you think you've done, I've heard of testimonies. I've seen people. I've heard of different things that God has pulled them out of. God is not looking for the perfect. He's looking for the ones he would come to perfect. God did not come for the healed and healthy. He came for the sick and weary. That's why he said, cast down your burden and I will give you rest. You know that you are still carrying burdens. You know that you are still stressed out about things. You know that you are still struggling with one form of addiction or the other, one form of sin or the other. It may not be anything severe. It might be you don't know how to tell the truth. No matter how much you try, you are always lying. Lies just come out of your mouth. Might be you can't do without stealing. You have your own barrel, you have ten, you still pick that one. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the large things. It might just be blasphemy, it might be fornication, it might be anything. But then what God wants you to do is to be real with him and to lay it all down at his feet so that he will pick it up. And exchange it for the lighter one that he knows you can carry. That is his burden. The burden of lost souls. The burden of preaching the gospel. The burden of praying for people. That is what God wants for us. That is what God's love is. So if you know that you want to accept Jesus in your life today. If you know that you want to be a part of his love. I just want you to pray. And tell God that I know that I'm a sinner and I know that I've done a lot of silly things. But I ask that you forgive me. I ask that you give me another chance to a new life. So, 
thank you very much for listening if you were blessed or you need someone to talk to you can send an email you can send a message you can send a dm my email is coinsladenijizofo at gmail.com that's k-a-n-y-i-n s-o-l-a-a-d-e-n-i-g-i-z-o-f-o at gmail.com and my whatsapp number is 909-766-9069 I love you guys God bless you Love that knows no time. Love that has no end. This boundless love of Christ, which is why his blood was shed. This reckless love of God, never emphasized enough, is why we're here today, all gathered just to say, how deep is his love, how high is his grace. He forgives, forgets, and he opens up a new page. How great is the trust, the trust he has for us. This is why he sent his only begotten son to die just for us. Because this blood was shed, the veil was torn into shreds and we communicate with our father without any borders. Thank you.